In a world where we are always trying to keep up, it can be easy to forget what's important. We're constantly bombarded with information and demands on our time, and we tend to lose sight of what matters most. That is why I invite you to join me as we simplify our lives. By learning to focus on what's truly important, we could free up our time and energy for the things that matter most. And when we simplify our lives, we create more space for joy, happiness, and connection. So if you're ready to simplify your life, I invite you to join me on this journey. Together, let's discover the joy of simplicity. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of It's Simply Life. I am so grateful you are joining me today. We are talking all things KPIs, key performance indicators, and all things metrics today. And we're going to talk about measuring metrics to make an impact. But before we get started on the podcast, let's just talk about burnout. Yesterday and today, I had two conversations with two different creators. Both of them were talking about burnout. And as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, burnout is so real. I'm there, folks. I'm, I'm there. You know, I... I get burned out, everybody gets burned out. And I think we get burned out from creating content, engaging, being online, trying to come up with the right things to say at the right times, responding to the posts, the right information. And I really want to say it's okay to step away for a while. And it's okay to not always be creating content, not always be engaging, not always be out there working. It's okay to take a step back. It's not, your business is not going to fail because you're not creating content or because you're getting burned out. Your business is not going to fail because you're not showing up online all the time. And I know we hear this and I say it too, consistency, consistency, consistency. Yes, consistency certainly matters, but there's also appropriate times to take a step back. And you know, the other thing that I feel is so appropriate to share is why you're taking a step back. I'm burned out. I'm going to take a break. I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing that. That is real, true, authentic value that you're sharing with your, with your audience, because then they get to stand up and raise their hand and they get to say, Oh, I'm burned out too. So I just want to say as, as we're approaching the end of the year and we're looking forward to setting new goals and setting new metrics that it's okay to take a step back and move away. And I believe with all certainty that distance equals clarity. So when you remove yourself 
from a situation that you're immediately involved in, or you hire somebody else to come in and help you evaluate that situation or that problem or come up with solutions, they are so far removed from you that it equals clarity, which is why I'm a huge believer in outsourcing to the right people at the right time. And big plug for It's Simply Digital, we will take on your social media, your content creation, your brand strategy, your marketing strategy, your content strategy, and we'll implement it and execute it for you so that you could focus on building your business, building your brand, engaging with your team, and building the products or services that you're creating for your clients. So I'm a huge believer in outsourcing to the right people at the right time when it feels when it feels good. Okay, let's talk about measuring metrics. <laughs> that's a mouthful, right? Measuring metrics that make an impact. If you have a website and you go and review your Google Analytics, you will be able to see who, how many people are hitting your website, the traffic that's coming into your website, the pages that they're viewing on your website, how long they're staying on those pages, and what they are viewing on those pages. And why does this all matter? Well, if they're bouncing off those pages, then there could be something wrong with your website. There could be something wrong with your connections. So you want to make sure that those are all working accordingly. The other thing is if they're hitting certain blog posts or certain topics or certain pieces of content that you're creating on your website, and you see that the page views are increasing and the length of the views are increasing, that gives you metrics to go, hey, this is really resonating with my audience and I need to create more of this type of content. And I need to create more of this type of content so that my audience will stay engaged. And another thing that you could go and review your Google Analytics is based on your goals. What are my goals? Well, I want traffic to come to my website because A, I've posted a video or a blog or I'm hosting a webinar or I have a newsletter or I have a download or whatever it is that's driving traffic to your website. It it's your goal, right? What is my goal? Well, I want newsletter signups or I want somebody to sign up for my website. And then you could go, you could go back and review the Google Analytics based on what your goal is and see if they're lining up. And then you make adjustments accordingly. And your engagement is going to give you a really great indicator as to what it is you need to keep creating. All right, now, the same thing that you do on your website, you could do on your newsletters, you could do on your social media, you could review all these metrics 
and you set these goals and then you review the metrics and you see where the goals and the metrics align. And then you know what you need to do to change whatever it is you need to change to make the metrics work with your goals. And let's break that down. Say I wanted my webinar to have 50 people sign up for it. Well, I know that not everybody who hits that page is going to sign up for the webinar, right? So I have to back in to how many people do, do they ha- does, how many people has to hit the page in order for one person to sign up? And so I have to back those numbers in. And if I, t- if it takes 20 people to hit the page for one sign up and I want 50, then you have to do the math and hit the numbers. And are you lining up your KPIs with what your goals are? So that is one way to measure it. Another way is to do some A-B testing. So you put one piece of content out or you put another piece of content out. Which one is resonating more with your audience? And if A is getting more people engaged, more people hitting your website, more people talking about it or sharing it or whatever it is, and B is getting less, then you're just going to shut down B and you're going to roll with A. Another way to measure your KPIs is to look at your content engagement and look at your analytics. And you could go view these on whatever social platform you're using, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, they all give you analytics. Or if you're using any kind of platform to push your content out into the world, we use Social Pilot. Those will those 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 applications will also give you metrics. They will tell you how many people engaged with your post, what times they engaged with your post, what days were the best engagement, what type of post got the most engagement. So then you know I need to create more posts like this because this gets me engagement. And then you go and you break down what your goals are for the post or and then what your metrics were. And you review those and look at them and you say, okay, I wanted X number of engagement or I wanted to grow my following by X number over the next month or six months or whatever. And then you go and you look at your analytics and you go look at your metrics and you see where they line up and you get to see how to drive your decisions based on the data. Now, I'm a huge believer in an entire ecosystem to create a marketing strategy. Emails, social, blogging, podcast, paid ads. I'm I'm a huge believer in creating this entire content marketing ecosystem. And so when you're looking at this entire ecosystem, there are going to be different metrics that you measure along this whole ecosystem, but then you could tie it all into your main goal of what your business goal is. I want to sign up X new clients for the next year or the next month or the next week or whatever it is, this next launch, this webinar, this course. So you you take your goal and then you look at your entire ecosystem 
and you measure the metrics that matter to drive business or drive traffic towards that goal. Now, let's also look at like open rates and engagement rates on a newsletter. So let's say you send out a newsletter and you go and you see, okay, what's my open rate? Average open rate for a newsletter is about, for an email, is about 20%. That's an average. So am I above average? Am I below average? And then you could go open that metric on that particular email and you could see who engaged, who were your top engaging people, who were you, who were your top engagers, what links did they click within your newsletter if you had external links, how long did they read it, did they skim it, did they read it, the entire thing. You also get all kinds of data as far as like, did they open it on an iPhone, did they open it on a desktop, I mean... We could get down to the nitty gritty if we really wanted to. And then you decide which of these metrics matter towards your content creation and towards your goal and how it all lines up. Now, for some people, different metrics matter for different goals. So let's take uh, subject lines for a newsletter or an email. Again, you could A-B test it. And you could send out two different subject lines, same body, same information within the newsletter and see which one got a larger open rate. So you're say, sending the same information, but two different subject lines. And then you know, I need to start creating more subject lines that take this approach versus this approach. Here's a great little sidebar tip. If this approach works and this is getting you engagement and open rates, throw that approach into chat or into AI and say, I created a newsletter. This is the approach I use. This is the subject line I use. This subject line I A-B tested with this subject, subject line and this subject line got more engagement. I want to create my next newsletter based on XYZ information with this approach so that I can continue to get this type of engagement. I mean, there's just all kinds of ways that you could take all this information and measure it against what your goals are and what you deem to be successful based on your metrics that you're that you're measuring. So why else do metrics matter? And why, how else do they make an impact? Well, they give you credibility and they give you social proof. And what you could do is you could share if you're, if you're sending out newsletters and you're a newsletter creator, you could share my newsletter open rate is 39% versus a standard average of 20%. And what if you want to sell advertising on your newsletter well, then you're saying my open rate is 39%. If you want a spot to reach these thousands of people on my newsletter with an open rate of 40% or 39%, then here's my, here are the spots I have available and you can start selling ads or your podcast metrics. 
you share your download information. If you want, if you're looking for ads for your podcast, they want to know how many people are listening. What's your download information? Again, you share those metrics and you could offer ad spots on your podcast. Social proof for social media. So I've grown my following or I've built my business or I've got X number of clients. And again, it's just giving you that the proof based on these metrics and you share that with your audience and it builds that credibility. And then you get to use these metrics to build your ROI for your business over time. And why is it important to leverage these metrics to build your ROI? Well, now let's say you've sent out 15 newsletters with an average open rate of 40%. And you go back and you view those top 10 people who have opened those top, those last 10 newsletters. And you go review what links have been clicked on. And now maybe those 10 people who have opened your newsletter the last 10 times Maybe that's your target audience for another subset of newsletters that go deeper. Maybe that's your target audience for a specific product or a specific service that you're going to offer. Maybe that is your audience to really go deep into a high ticket offer. That is how you're going to take these, these metrics and turn them into ROIs. You're also going to be able to nurture subsets of your audience based on your metrics, and you're going to be able to give them knowledge and valuable information based on knowing what type of content they're engaging with. And you could get down to the nitty gritty and create dynamic content, meaning specifically created content for specific segments of your audience based on all the metrics that you're reviewing. And now you've got this amazing content creation machine just going 24-7 because you're reviewing the metrics, you're aligning your goals, you're refining your content. You're reviewing the metrics, you're aligning your goals, you're refining your content. And now that you're adding that in to your marketing ecosystem and bam, you're on fire. All right, let's talk about three key takeaways that you could implement today into your marketing automation strategy. Into Three key takeaways that you could implement today. Number one, if you send out any kind of email or newsletter, go review those metrics, see who your top engagement contacts are, and start thinking about why they are your top engagers and what you could possibly do to create a subset based on that those top creators and start creating dynamic content specifically for them. Number two, review your Google Analytics on your website to see what your bounce rate is, what your page views are, 
how long people are staying on specific pages. And if they're reading specific pieces of content on these pages and you see that increase over time, it, it's an indicator to create more content like that. And number three, do some A-B testing on some subject lines or some hooks. This is another great idea. You put the same content out on social media and change the hook and see which one gets more engagement. And then you know, I need to create more hooks like this because it gets more engagement. Same information, two newsletters, two subject lines, which one gets more information, more engagement, A or B. Then you take that approach, you throw it into AI, and you ask AI to spit out more information based on that approach. I mean, this is like a brilliant strategy here to start creating more and more content based on the metrics, based on your goals, and based on refining them. Speaking of newsletters, this podcast is sponsored by our newsletter, It's Simply Newsworthy. The link is below in the show notes. I'd love for you to sign up where we give you actionable tips, tricks, and strategies to up your marketing game. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and share this podcast. It helps us provide free information out to our audience, and we keep it free based on the downloads, the metrics, right? Because we're all reviewing those as well. And you could find me, Lisa Williams, on LinkedIn, and you could follow It's Simply Digital on and you could follow It's Simply Digital on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Sidebar, the Toke Agency is live. I talked about it in my previous podcast. So now, if you're in the cannabis industry, you could go follow us at thetokeagency.com or the Toke Agency on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Go be awesome.